Hello and welcome. This is Reverend Mark Bishop, Interim Pastor here at St. Paul United Church of Christ in Wapakoneta, Ohio, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. We say this because we try to live God's extravagant welcome. You are always welcome to be a part of our family at St. Paul UCC here in Wapak. May God bless us abundantly as we worship together. So, I was so excited in the fall of 2003, having graduated high school here in Wapakoneta and leaving to attain my dreams. And those dreams fit so perfectly in what we're going to be talking about today, hospitality. To give you a little bit of a backstory, uh, I was five when my grandparents first took us to Walt Disney World was right after the three o'clock parade and I leaned over to my grandmother and said, Graham, I'm going to work here someday. It was the excitement of the magic and making that magic happen that drew me to that place. So I keep uh, things to keep me reminded about that dream because almost uh, almost 20 years to the day of that event, I accepted a job as a uh, cook at Epcot's catering department. So I'd like to share that with you today. It was the magic and hospitality of Disney that, that drew me in, how perfectly they shared hospitality and made all who enter within its gates feel welcome and feel the magic. Hospitality is hard, especially when for the 15th time you've been asked, when does the three o'clock parade start? But if you were expecting to come in today, expecting a lesson from the Book of Mouse, that's not exactly what I've got to share for you today. Although from my own personal reading, there is much, much to be learned from the Disney magic. All these books sit within my office as a way to bring that Disney magic into ministry. 
God's version of hospitality asks much more of us. God's version of hospitality asks much more of our true, vulnerable selves. It asks hospitality to come from a much deeper area of our being. The Torah tells us, The strangers who sojourn with you shall be to you as the natives among you, and you shall love them as yourself, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. In the New Testament, Jesus tells us to welcome the stranger, for what you do to the least of my brethren, you do unto me. The Quran tells us that we should serve God and do good to orphans, those in need, neighbors who are near, neighbors who are strangers, the companion by your side, the wayfarer that you meet, and those who have nothing. The Hindu scripture shares with us that the guest is a representative of God. Diverse faith traditions teach us to welcome our brothers and sisters with love and compassion. In the tradition shaped by the Bible, offering, offering hospitality is a moral imperative. There's an expectation that God's people are people who will welcome the stranger. We are called by God to create a safe, welcoming environment for all. Just as God protected the people of Israel, God insists on proper care for resident foreigners, treating them like citizens. Hospitality marks the identity and inspires the action of a welcoming community. Our Christian tradition gives us ancestors in faith, whose stories and life experiences inform our own. Every drop of water reminds us of Christ's baptism. Shared meals recall Jesus' breaking bread and sharing the cup. As hospitality and scripture intersect, we acknowledge the many ways people enter and encounter the sacred stories. Multiple intelligences, cultural experiences, social locations, and life experiences impact the reading interpretation of our scripture. As hospitality requires a commitment to multiple expressions of that story. We honor one another and one another's viewpoints. We are called to embody scripture in the context of a, of a diverse world with many sacred texts at the intersection of hospitality and scripture's sacred story challenges and changes us all. Hospitality begins when we perceive ourselves and others as strangers in the community of welcome. Seeing Christ's presence in the other enables us to welcome Christ in the midst of the community with all the costs and joys of discipleship. Gentle, attentive, patient, and consistent care is required to create a community where members are intentional about seeking and welcoming all.
A hospitable, a hospitable community reaches far beyond the limits of the familiar. In a highly mobile world, transforming both the newcomer and the established community. Hospitable disciples see God in each encounter with the people in our daily lives. And those who lie beyond our usual circles of experience. As disciples, we all can be encouraged to see the face of Jesus in every experience of hospitality. Hospitality encompasses giving and receiving, as we see in our gospel text today. Receiving the gift of hospitality from another, from one another, even when uncomfortable, embodies receiving God's many gifts to our world. And Peter was one of the first examples of this. Sometimes being that gracious receiver of hospitality can feel hard to do. But in a, sm a small way might just be a little bit selfish. Sometimes when we say, oh no, you don't have to do that. Or, no, 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 I can't let you do that for me. We are stopping people from the blessing of showing the love of God to us. Ponder for just a moment that if we do this with one another, aren't we likely to be doing the same with God? Quietly saying, Oh no, you don't have to, to many of God's promises. In learning to allow ourselves to accept hospitality from others, it makes our hearts more open to graciously accept the hospitality and loving promises from the divine. God continually invites us to extravagantly welcome others into abundant life. Now, we're not the first to experience questions or failures, accomplishments, joys, and sorrows. Pursuing hospitality invites self-examination and even criticism to be a better us. So where are we as individuals, and where is the community in the complexity of protecting, tending, and making space for self, God, and others, and all creation? Where are the points of giving and receiving hospitality in our setting here? How do we discover the courage to reach beyond the familiar? What growth is required as individuals and as a community? What sustains that continuing journey of hospitality? To welcome the stranger is to acknowledge them as made in the image of our God. In the Hebrew scripture, there are many examples and exhortations about how we are to treat the stranger. But it is the story of Abraham and Sarah that we just heard 
where the practice of hospitality is most clearly described as an experience of transformation of mutual gift giving. Now, as you kind of look into the, the history of this interaction, um, when we read, sometimes it may seem as, as just a simple being nice interaction. When in fact, this interaction took much, much bravery on the part of Abraham and Sarah. They didn't know how these travelers were going to react. So they were met with hospitality. Abraham's warm welcome to the three who visited the tent is a wonderful example of how the strange ones, the guests, may bear gifts or may indeed be holy ones. The three turn out to be angels who have come to give a blessing. The good news that Sarah will indeed be a mother after all that there will be descendants. To offer hospitality then sometimes means to welcome something unfamiliar, new and unknown into our world. In Hebrews 13, we are reminded that we should not neglect to show hospitality to the, to the stranger, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Some have even walked with Christ himself and not known it, as did the disciples on the road to Emmaus. Hospitality then not only welcomes strangers, but also recognizes their holiness and receives their blessings. In Greek, the word xeno, X-E-N-O, means stranger, guest, and host. We make one another guests or hosts by how we treat one another. Let us remember that Jesus was not the host at the table of the sinners, tax collectors or prostitutes. He let himself be loved by those who he'd become strangers relative to the religious communities and the institutions of his day. He accepted their invitation. Jesus, our Lord God of hosts, was and is always, is also the perfect guest and the welcome stranger. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. For I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. For I was a stranger and you took me in. The Gospel of Matthew shares. It means always questioning whose laws need to be followed. It means sometimes choosing to break man-made laws in order to obey God's law. One thing I felt God put on my heart to share as I was praying and meditating on today's message was this. Hospitable exhaustion. There are times in our lives where even the strong become exhausted in giving of hospitality. So first off, I want to make sure that you understand that God understands. It is okay as long as we do not dwell in that for very long. 
If you are feeling exhausted of your hospitality, right now is the time that you need to take Sabbath, as I spoke about a few weeks ago. Galatians 6.9 says, So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. Matthew 11 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and, I will give, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you are feeling exhausted in your hospitality, I want you to know that you are loved. I want you to know that it is always okay to take a break. For those of us A-type personalities, I'm going to repeat that again. It is always okay to take a break. Just as long as after your Sabbath, you get back up and continue. If you are currently feeling strong in your hospitality, I urge you to use that strength and find those who are exhausted and say, Friend, I love you. I see that you are tired. Come. Step on to my energy, that we may together serve the one true God. Step up on my energy until yours has returned. If today you're feeling comfortable in your hospitality, wonderful. I encourage you now to step out of that and try something uncomfortable. Ask God to show you what more you can do and be ready and brave to act upon that answer that God gives. Understanding ourselves as sojourners in the universal quest for life allows us to share in Christ's identity, the one who crosses borders and boundaries. Our identity as sojourners allows us to stand against the powers of oppression and persecution, for we see the stranger as ourself. Our neighbor, or as, in, as Reinhold Niebuhr put it, love rejoices in the otherness of the other. This inclusive, borderless love helps us recognize our common kinship. This is the hospitality of the heart and it begins here with us when we accept that we are all wanderers or residents in exile. We are all guests invited into the tent. We are all welcome at the table or in God's beloved community. As we share our hospitality, it is that what brings people in and what keeps people here. It was the hospitality of St. Paul United Church of Christ that brought me in and kept me here.
So today, as you leave here considering how you might act out your hospitality, and if you aren't sure what to do, I suggest Disney's seven guest service guidelines. One, be happy, make eye contact, and smile. Two, be like Sneezy, greet and welcome each and every guest. Spread the spirit of hospitality because it's contagious. Three, don't be bashful, seek out guest contact. Four, be like Doc. Provide immediate service recovery. Five, don't be grumpy. Always display appropriate body language at all times. Six, be like Sleepy. Create dreams and preserve the magical guest experience. Seven, don't be dopey. Thank each and every guest. Our God has given us hearts with many rooms, prepared us to be living sanctuaries, not only kind and true, but bold and daring. May we know the joy and suffering of our interconnectedness. May we cross all the boundaries and borders that separate us one from each other. May our solidarity with our immigrant brothers and sisters be a transforming power in our world. With thanksgiving, may we be empowered to make it so. We pray that you have found blessing and enrichment in joining us for worship today as we are truly blessed to have you worship with us. Peace and blessings to you, and thank you for joining us today. If you would like to support the ministries of St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, you can do so in three ways. First, you can mail in your gifts to St. Paul at P.O. Box 147, Wapakoneta, Ohio, 45895. Secondly, you can send your gifts online from our website, stpaulucc.com. Lastly, you can text the amount you would like to give by texting us at 844-971-1800. Come join us again at St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here.